Hey, it's a good day. This is Russ Johns with Amy J and Chasing the Dreams. Welcome to Chasing Dreams podcast with Amy J. Amy believes that realizing a life without regrets is achieved by taking chances, chasing your dreams, making moves, and overcoming your doubts. The Chasing Dreams podcast will help you overcome life's obstacles, believe in your potential, and inspire you to face your fears. And now here's the woman who is passionately pursuing her dreams, Amy J. Hey, Dream Chasers, this is Amy J, and thank you so much for joining me today. I have a wonderful friend who I have to share with you guys. Um, met him last summer, and he is like a mentor. He's a teacher. He's fantastic. His name is Russ Johns, and he's been called the modern-day Renaissance man with his vast experience in radio, podcasting, and digital media production. He's a master of branding and an architect of ideas. He has taught multiple workshops for new podcasters and is an authority on digital media. He has actually, along with um, Joel and Pei, helped me in understanding what I need to do to launch this podcast. So I'm thrilled to have him on the show. Russ's uh, enthusiasm, positivity, and conviction are infectious. Seriously, first time I met him. Russ shares some of the most important changes in marketing today. He's the father of two amazing sons, a musician, author, and speaker. He loves life and helping others. And I love that he's on the show today. Russ, how are you doing? Um, you know, I share with everybody that I'm better than average. And uh, it, it, somebody called me out on it the other day and just said, why better than average? And it's like, well, anybody can be mediocre. <laughs> so, That's a true story. That's true. So, so <laughs> I am. I'm very well, Amy, and it's an honor to join you on the show today. And I, I really appreciate the connection, and and it's been great to see you develop this show over the over since the last time we saw each other. Actually, yeah, that's true. So last summer I was at Podcast Movement, and so this has been a long time coming. Russ helped in teaching a course on how to launch a podcast to number one, and from the moment I met him, he is so enthusiastic. He's Everything I said in the intro, I knew and can confirm in person about Russ. But Russ, how did you get into media? How did you get into all of this? Has that been something that's a thread from your younger days? Absolutely. Uh, Amy, I, I started out playing drums when I was 11, played professionally for a number of years. And then I took a um, career change in 87 when I fell 36 feet off of a billboard. Oh, my. And uh, Why were you on a billboard? I was actually in advertising. I was doing advertising. Oh, wow. I was installing billboards at the time. And uh, this was in Portland, Oregon. And so that launched me into um, a career into technology. So I worked for a, a organization that owned radio, television, outdoor advertising, and also the Seattle Supersonics. And so through that experience, I was involved in, engaged in, and in, in working in audio quite a bit. And as a musician, my passion for recording and doing work, uh, you know, I did some recording for film. I did uh, a couple of episodes in, in 
you know, as a musician in electronic music and I've just stayed involved and engaged in audio and in music production as a whole. So when podcasting came around, uh, I was actually operating a couple of radio stations and uh, using some podcasting platforms to broadcast live games back to the radio station. And uh, essentially, that's what I was teaching at Podcast Movement was using these tools uh, that I was using in the radio station to broadcast live games to convert over to your, you know, it's a simple way to get started on a, on a podcast and, and get started. And uh, that's that's been the thread the whole time. And I've been teaching workshops and educating people on how to how to start a podcast and how to keep going and and coaching clients on that same subject. Now, one of the things you do, Russ, is you're very good at educating people, especially about changing technologies. But is there, I mean, you have this this expertise in podcasting, but now you're doing a number of other uh, forms, blabbing. Yep. Is it a verb, blabbing? I, I, it is today. <laughs> right now. We can use it. That's true. Blabbing, but with the, the blab media platform, right? Uh, but why not just stick with podcasting the way you've known it, the way you've been doing it? Why evolve in this way? That's a great question, Amy. And one of the things that I can share with you is that there's there's a huge movement in video production. You know, Facebook recently released the opportunity to stream live on Facebook you know, YouTube live streaming is in place. There are several platforms that are developing. You know, Periscope um, is is still around. You know, you can do video on on uh, twi- Twitter and Instagram. So it's becoming more familiar with most audiences. And so uh, Blab is one platform that's currently in beta development. And what I saw was the same kind of opportunity I saw at the radio station where I could use a technology in a way to allow people to share their story, their voice, and their message. And so Blab is starts out as video. However, it can end in audio, and you can actually take that and repurpose that content over and over again. So it's, it's a simple process to have a conversation and then repurpose that same message into a new platform. So you can take a blab, for instance, and you can take the video, share it on YouTube, and then take the audio. And, you know, my particular favorite platform is Spreaker. And so you take that audio over to Spreaker, and then you reshare it again. So you have multiple platforms where people can find you and track you down. And I just think it's a uh, elegant way to to develop content and that's really what it's about is how can i create easy access content for more people that are not familiar with technology for those who aren't familiar with blab blab allows you to have multiple participants in a conversation kind of like google hangouts um, but more in a square shape so people aren't necessarily appearing on your screen and then disappearing depending on who's speaking um and so it's a, it's a nice way to get fans or students, if you're teaching, involved in as a part of the conversation. 
did this because of your your natural tendency to educate and you know bring subjects to people was this a natural platform for you because you're right periscope is out there google hangout is out there there's all these other platforms what was it about blab that kind of lent you to go that way well number one amy is that um I wanted I wanted a platform that allowed a conversation to take place. You know, I was on I was on Periscope. I I mean, I still have an account, and you know, the teaching part is great. But I think as teachers and educators, we really start to learn as well as teach when we can have a conversation. The interaction is what I really was drawn to. And having, you know, podcasting is just a natural evolution of, you know, sharing a conversation, having a conversation with somebody and adding blab to the mix was a way that I could actually transition that conversation into a video format where I could invite people onto the show or highlight people on a show that normally um, wouldn't venture down that path and what it also allows is people to have a conversation that they're not on video, but they can actually have a chat box open and they can actually ask questions and they can ask, uh, you know, specific details about your topic. And then you can take those comments and actually share them on your website. And so uh, one friend that we met at uh, Podcast Movement last year, Hanny Mora, is uh, – is developing software for these platforms. You know, Simple Life Press uh, was developed as a result of this. So we can actually have people come to our website and watch and the comments then turn into post comments. So it's great for SEO and Google to be aware that there's activity on this site. There's, there's a lot of commenting in the, in the dialogue. So it's a, it's really a, um, you know, building blocks as you're as you're creating content because they're so it adds a couple of more dimensions to what you're doing. So one of the reasons I asked the question is because I know that the way you work and the way you do things, you're you're thinking multiple steps ahead, right? So correct. You could always just record this, but you have a way. Just like you said, you can repurpose this information as you began. To, doing business because you're a businessman also an entrepreneur is that something that always was a part of you that forward thinking like that i've always been an entrepreneur i've always been i've always had a high high, you know a side hustle and you know doing something as a musician you know you're investing in your future based on what action and activity you can create out of nothing right and so how I, how I develop these ideas or how I create this stuff is thinking I love it and I'm sure that somebody else like me would enjoy it as well. So I'm thinking, okay, well, what can I create that I can share that's going to be memorable to someone else or valuable to someone else? And so – as you look at technology, and I've been in technology since 1990 now, uh, you can actually kind of 
peel back the onion and see how these things work. And you can almost visualize, it's like playing chess. You know, you think of a couple of moves ahead. You think, if I did this, I could probably do that. And um, I did a, I, I think I did a uh, little workshop on how I could use Spreaker and Blab together to record a live show on two different platforms, both audio and video at the same time. And, you know, just little tweaks like that, that, that aren't mass market and they're not mature yet. Mm-hmm. However, it's, it's almost like a creative game of what can I do with this tool to get a little more out of it. In the back of your mind, as you're doing all this as an entrepreneur, what is it you're thinking about for your audience, for the people you serve, so to speak? Well, it's, it's just like your platform, Dream Chaser. You know, chasing the dream is really about how can I articulate an idea, a story, and a message in without a lot of friction. I'm not, I'm not a writer, so blogging to me was always, you know, a challenge. Only I, I know that I have a story. I know I, I want to help others. So this is the way that I've been able to kind of define what I do and how I do it is, is getting creative, helping others define their voice, their message, and uh, really just you know, getting excited about some of the things that are taking place. I mean, never before in the history of mankind have we been in a place where it's no longer up to someone else to broadcast your message. All of us, everybody that's out there chasing their dream has the same exact opportunity today in terms of sharing that message and that story. So that's what I get. I get, I really get excited about that idea. I mean, you, uh, you, you bring a very fair and um, great point because YouTube, Google Hangout, Blab, using all of these platforms costs nothing. Absolutely. It costs nothing. I think, if anything, it just costs time and energy for the most part. It, exactly. It, it, it takes a little bit of dedication and commitment to be able to understand how to put it all together. You know, your journey as a podcaster didn't start, you know, you didn't walk into a studio and, and all of a sudden just know everything. I mean, you had to go through the same process, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and so there is an investment of time and effort in order to accomplish enough skill to get things in place to start recording. You know, and the thing that the really the thing that really uh, gets me excited is when I can help somebody and they actually broadcast a, a podcast or they they see the whole picture together you know, all of the pieces of the puzzle together and their light, the light goes off and they're in their head. They're going, wow, I just created a podcast. Yeah. Seeing how easy it is. Yeah. It doesn't have to be as complicated as people believe it needs to be. Right. And and people do believe it's, it's very difficult. I mean, I'm not knocking the work um, we do because it's not easy, but it's not impossible either. Yeah, everything is you're you're able to figure it out. It, you know, I have people that uh, I have on Blab on a regular basis. You, you know, that are seniors. 
you know, and they're able to figure out a year ago they weren't even texting. And now I have them on Blab broadcasting a show every week. So if, and if I can do it, anybody can do it, right? I mean, it's, it's a process. It's like anything else we do in life. You have a desire, you have a goal, there's a process, there's a set of decisions you need to make in order to get to, to the other side. And it's just a matter of deciding what that dream is going to be and how you're going to pursue it and what needs to be in place in order to accomplish that particular goal, right? I mean, I think you're absolutely right because of the fact that Blab isn't something that was always there. It's something that you had to figure out how to use. Absolutely. And it's changing. I mean, it's still in beta. It's, it's, and, and the funny thing about Blab, and a lot of, not a lot of people understand this, is those tools that are being used to build Blab were already built. I mean, they're bringing some things that are unique together in a platform to deliver results. So a year from, <clears throat> a year from now, it could be an entirely different platform so the idea is how flexible can I be at telling my story on different platforms? And there's some, like I said, there are some amazing platforms. There are amazing tools that are coming out. Uh, live stream, connecting directly to Facebook is, is one that I'm really uh, fascinated by. And the fact that you can actually live stream directly to Facebook. Oh, you could do that with Blab now? Not with Blab. Okay. With with live stream, it's a it's another live video platform. Okay. So there are there are multiple live streaming platforms out there. Uh, we we selected Blab for a specific goal of having people have a conversation, right? Mm-hmm. And there's there's other tools that are specific to streaming live events. Uh, you know, like streaming live to YouTube would be another example. Google Hangouts is a group of individuals that you can actually stream. In fact, there are people that are doing Google Hangouts inside of a Blab. Wait, really? Yeah. So uh, it's it's pretty amazing that these things are taking place and people are getting very creative with it. So. Where we'll end up in, in a year from now or what the platform will look like is yet to be determined. However, I think it's our obligation. And as an entrepreneur, you know, I'm, I'm looking at how to push the boundaries and create something amazing, you know, uh, exceptional. I want to I create an op- opportunity for others to be able to, you know, share their message to the market and their, their target market and their, and their community. Because it's a great way to educate people. The online look at the online education space. You know, Linda was purchased by LinkedIn. Udemy is huge. Uh, Creative Live. Uh, these platforms. I mean, it's a multi-billion-dollar industry. Yeah, and it's and, definitely one that um, I don't think everyone is aware of. But slowly, they're learning about it. I mean, there's the. You're right. The tools are out there. It's just a matter of figuring out what they are, which one is appropriate, and using it. Yeah, absolutely. So what tools are you using, Amy, that are you're, you're fascinated by, you're excited about? I really like Blab because it, a little bit more than Google Hangout because I love that everyone is there. You can still have the conversation on the side. Uh, you can bring people in, bring people out, and you can 
there's a uh, intimacy, I think, that it allows. I haven't yet used it, and I've been considering it, um, for podcasting to kind of let it be a little bit more interactive. I don't know mm. if I'm, I'm there yet for that one, but I do mm. think it's interesting because uh, uh, in what you were saying about repurposing, you could do it and out export to YouTube. So there's a version there because YouTube is essentially just as powerful of a search engine as Google. Well, you know, let's talk about that a little bit because I think people underestimate the value of multiple search engines. You know, Twitter is a search engine. Yep. YouTube is a search engine. Uh, you know, Facebook is a search engine. People that are living on these platforms are searching for content that is in line with their goals. And that's why the ability to repurpose content is so critical is because, you know, it's, I just really get frustrated by people on Twitter said, Hey, thanks for the, thanks for the connection. Join me on Facebook or join me on LinkedIn or, you know, join me somewhere else. It's like, I'm on Twitter right now. I don't want to go somewhere else. (laughs) Right. Right. The reason I came to this social media platform, or it could be any platform. You could be on YouTube. Like, Hey, join me on Facebook. Well, what about Google Plus? Yeah, I'm right here. Right. <laughs> it's true. And I, I think that's an interesting way to put it. Um, so that that is one thing I'm kind of considering, because I think you're right. There are so many different search engines being available and accessible um, is important. And I think Blab, while still in beta, and it does still have some, have some bugs that need to be worked out, I actually used that... Um, to interview a writer on a television show and it was great. It was a lot of fun because yeah. he was able to have this conversation with me and my co-host for um, our last podcast, I guess it was um, on revisiting Haven podcast and people were still able to share questions in the chat box and he hadn't been exposed to that and neither had my co-host. And I was like, yeah, we tested it out prior and uh-huh. I'm like, this is a great way to do it. Let's try this. Yeah. You know, because the other option was Google Hangout. I'm like, I really want to do the blab though, because I can incorporate it, and you can you have the chat box, and there's an intimacy to it, and it really worked out well. Yeah, I wanted I wanted Google I wanted Google Hangouts to be what Blab is developing into. You know, I really was I I was really a huge advocate for Google Hangouts, and after you know, and we used it for some some you know, conferences and different activities and education. And I had such a, when I'm doing one-on-one with individuals, when I have client calls or something like that, it's great because, you know, I could just go into Google and go on my email and just start a a hangout, right? Right. However, when you get multiple people and you want to stream Google on air or live, it just seemed like there was always a challenge, you it's know, not people, as intuitive. Yeah. People couldn't find the link. They couldn't get on. It, you couldn't yeah. get a host. Um, there were a number of things. I just recently tried to do a mastermind with some friends. Mm-hmm. And I sent the link. You know, I tried to set it up as much. I'm like, hey, guys, here's the link. And they tried to get on. And they were like, all we can do is watch it. You're the only one on. And I'm like, yeah. oh, thanks, guys. Hi. Yeah. yeah, there's a different link. It's so. It's very – it's not as – there's something to be said about simplicity, you know, Absolutely. and I think Blab allows for that. That's not to say that Google Hangout won't evolve 
And I think after seeing Blab, which I think is, is making itself a competitor in a good way for Google, I think Google will evolve its Hangouts to, to get better in a sense. Well, I have to believe that change will take place. You know, when people level up their experience and their their ability to create experiences, uh, you know, these platforms are, are just getting innovative. And Blab has a very small team. I mean, you know, they're they're never going to get huge by their own admission. However, I think that it does at least plant the seed for others to look at it and say, wow, this is pretty innovative. I think we could do better. Yeah. You know? it, it's what you said, level up. Yeah. If the competition is going to step up, you need to, to meet them at their new level, you know, yeah. and, and do your best. And I think that's what makes technology so great is people are able to do that. They step up, they don't just step up, but they step up and say, Hey, I'm going to see your new update and I'm going to raise you this new new update right that's that's the great thing about it i think the way blab came about and i have no idea i haven't talked to them but you know they probably saw google hangout and said hey this is what this is doing what if we do this you know we have the same underlying principles right a google hangout on air but we're also allowing x y and z exactly exactly and and this is the thing that people um, you know, they don't realize how this stuff evolves and it's, and it's that same action that I take with, you know, media creation, they take with software. Yeah. You, know, you can take a spreadsheet and make an application out of it. It's just planning that idea and taking that idea and saying, okay, what can I create out of this idea to make it valuable, make it memorable, you know, have an impact, make a change, you know, it doesn't have to necessarily, you know, be another Facebook or the next, you know, big thing, it can be very important to an industry, you know? So, so don't dismiss an idea because it's, uh, you know, not big enough or not, you know, it doesn't seem like it's going to change the world because there's a lot of people, if you can make an impact on a, a, a very individuals, you know, small groups of individuals, it's still, you know, it's a dream that other people have and you can help them along the way. I mean, technology is, is so available to anyone right now that wants to learn. It's not, not about the technology. It's not about the limitations any longer. It's not about the you know, limits on hardware requirements or, or memory or anything like that. It's, it's more about how big can I imagine something to be or how different can I, I make this to, so it helps someone. Right. That's actually a good point you make, Russ, is I think a lot of us try to shoot and we should shoot for the stars. But sometimes we think we have to either get, go big or go home, right. forgetting that, you know, even just going medium or going small can have a lasting impact. Well, there's an entire industries developed on solving a problem in somebody's business. Say, like. You know, and it can only be, you know, something as simple as, uh, you know, recycling your or processing recycled bottles, right? Yeah. I mean, there's a there was a YouTube, recent a YouTube video out where there was a drop off station, and this individual with 3D printing 
and the molding equipment was taking recycled bottles, sorting them out, chipping them down, rebuilding something into very useful pieces of uh, household goods. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the whole video is about the, the entire manufacturing process, right? So it's very simple, very unique. It, it doesn't solve any global problems, yet it does open up the eyes of somebody that has, hey, I could do that. You know, it's plants that seed. And, you know, you could have 10 or 1,000 or a million different people doing this, and it could, it could result in some very creative ideas that then take their own identity. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Now, Russ, you've been doing a lot of work educating and, and teaching people through Future Media Association, right? Yeah. How, what would you say is a common reason that people come to you for for education or, or a common purpose? Is it just individuals that you have, businesses? What are you finding are commonalities? Um, a lot of commonality is, uh, and the thread between all of it is, I don't understand the technology. I'm not sure if I should be um, using it. And I, I just need to know a little bit more about it. Um, it's the fear of missing out. It's the fear of if I'm not on this, you know, something bad will happen. And, and I remind people, you don't have to be on every platform. You don't even have to learn every platform. And, and it goes back to workflow. It goes back to who, where, who your audience is, where they're located, what they're doing. You know, it makes absolutely no sense for some businesses to be on Snapchat Yet Snapchat is going to, you know, change a lot of businesses, right? Yeah. Same with Instagram. Same with Pinterest. You know, there's a specific demographic in, in market that plays in those platforms. It's not for everyone, you know. It, and the way I explain it is like Ford or Chevy, you know. There's things that you need to know. There's things that you need to use. And you don't have to use everything, you know. You, just because you're on Facebook doesn't mean you have to be on Twitter. Uh, you know, Twitter's a great tool for great conversations, and it's it's great for connecting. And unless you're going to use that tool, it's kind of a waste of time. You know, I see businesses over and over and over again. They get a Twitter account, they put people response, and then nobody checks it, nobody uses it. Yeah. So they get then they get client request requests. They get client you know, questions. And two months later, you know, their Twitter feed is filled with spam. Yeah. Frustrated people that have no idea where the company is. Yeah. There's a time and place and there's um, appropriate methods for everyone. What works for you may not necessarily work for me. I'm not really on Snapchat. It's not really my thing. Um, I'm not really even on Google plus not really my thing, but I like Instagram. I like uh, Twitter and uh-huh. Facebook, those are the platform forms, platforms that work for me. But it could be different for you, you know. Yeah, and that, and that's what I think is more important than the technology, because as you know, you've seen it. It's, I mean, access to technology is easy, and that's what I tell people is it's not. There's no technical limitation. You don't have to learn code or, you know, it's 
you don't have to program anything these days to to share your story. You know, there's you know, if you're blogging, I mean, you can blog on Medium and not even have a website if you really want to. I encourage people to have their own website and I encourage people to to have their home base and and more than anything, everything you're doing needs to grow grow a uh, you know your engagement with your audience and the best way to do that still which is old school by some people's standards is email you know what? have a list have a connection <laughs> have a community right <laughs> there is a power in the email list and um, I, I don't think everyone gets that it's almost thought of to be uh, outdated when in fact it's the opposite yeah it is the opposite. And it's really about engagement. It's about communication. It's about, you know, I'm not going to be right for, it took me years to learn this, Amy. And it's, I don't have to please everyone. I only have to please the people that I want to work with. Right. And I I have more than, more than that. I have to please myself. You know, what, what gets me excited about getting up in the morning, creating, you know, if I could just create all day, that's, you know, that'd be great. I wouldn't have to do anything else but create new stuff, you know, create ideas. And uh, so I, I encourage others to think about that. What what gets them excited? What what are they passionate about? You know, it's your platform, Chasing the Dreams, right? Yeah. So. I, I remember at our, um, when you did the workshop with Joel and Pei, that was one of the first questions you had asked, actually was, you know, what it, what are people passionate about? What are they there for? And that was, it was really cool to hear the answers and the things that people were saying. Because, yeah. you know, if you're not passionate about it, then why are you there? Why are you even doing what you're doing? Well, podcasting, the entire process, editing, posting, all of the pieces of the puzzle, it takes work. It takes some effort. And there are times where you have a deadline and you're thinking, oh, I'm tired. I don't feel 100%. Right. <laughs> Been there, done that. <laughs> yeah. We all have. And, and you know, it's, it's almost like the show must go on, right? So if you're not passionate about your why, if you don't have that figured out and, you're, and there's not a goal attached to it, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of effort for kind of a random – thing to take place. It's like, why are you podcasting? Why are you even doing this? It's like, have a why. Yeah. That's a great, that's a great piece of advice, which, you know, brings us to, to, as we wrap it up, Russ, what is one thing you would tell someone who's chasing their dreams? It could be a piece of advice. uh, It could be a resource. It could be anything under the sun. What would you tell them? Uh, the one thing that, um, I, I share with everybody is perfection kills progress. So don't wait to be perfect to start. That's really good. Yeah. I mean, it's very simple, but it's very profound. And we can always improve. I mean, getting started is the most important thing that we can do. And everybody, you know, there's so many people that say, well, I have to get this in place before I can do that. I have to get that in place before I can do this. And they they re, 
evaluate their their you know their technology or whatever they're doing to the point that they never start. And what I share with anybody that's working with me is let's get something started and then make adjustments along the way. I mean, it's great advice because I know a lot of people who will stay modifying and fixing things and refuse to release a podcast episode, a graphic art, a video they've put together, anything, because it's not perfect. Yeah. And, you know, I think you have a, a... I think you owe it to the world to share your creativity, regardless of the form it is. And if you wait for perfection, you're you're doing a disservice to yourself and to everyone else. Well, and that brings up another good point and a recommendation to people is, uh, you know, forgive yourself for not being perfect. I like that. Yeah. Release it. I mean, (laughs) I am the most imperfective uh, you know, imperfection, uh, you know, I have so many imperfections, let's just say that, it, that, hey, it's okay. I am who I am. And uh, if I can help anybody along the path and, and get something out the door and, and feel like they're making progress, uh, that's a good thing. That's a good day. Well, Chase Russ, their dreams. You're the best. Thank you for sharing all of that, educating people and for doing what you do. I am forever grateful for the help you've given me. Thank you for being on the show. Anytime, Amy. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And that was Russ Jones. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to us chat about his story and technology as much as I did. And take his advice to heart. The moment you guys embrace the fact that we are all imperfect, including yourself, the more at peace you will be at starting and finishing things you're working on. Okay, so remember, you can find all the show notes and any links mentioned today on the show notes page for this episode at ChasingDreamsHQ.com slash episode 42. That's episode 42. Until next time, Dream Chasers, keep chasing. Thank you so much for listening to Chasing Dreams. Amy would love to connect with you and hear all about your pursuit of chasing your dreams. Connect with her on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram via at Chasing Dreams HQ. Or you can find Amy on Twitter at AmyJ21. That's A-I-M-E-E-J-2-1. Be sure to visit headquarters over at ChasingDreamsHQ.com for more inspiration, motivation, and resources to help with your own dream chase. We hope you'll join Amy next week. And until then, keep chasing. Keep chasing.